your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we recap the Wild's 3-0 win in Game 6 to force a winner-take-all Game 7 in the opening round playoff series against the Vegas Golden Knights. We've got some sound bites from various Wild players in reaction to last night's game. We'll hand out our three stars of the night, and we will look at what needs to happen more so tomorrow. We'll look at what needs to happen for the Wild to take this series and advance to the second round playoffs. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons covering exclusively the Minnesota Wild. And uh, I hope everybody is as tired as I am here this morning, having had a chance to take in everything that happened in last night's game. Wild winning 3 to nothing, and now we find ourselves tied at 3 in the best-of-seven series. And I'm not going to lie, it seemed a dicey proposition for the Wild to even get to this point when they fell behind three games to one. But the Wild have put together uh, a couple of very strong performances back-to-back in order to uh, get to this Game 7 that will happen tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Central Time. You could argue that last night's game was the best the Wild have played in the entire series. And I would uh, tend to agree with you. Uh, I think one thing is for certain, it was Cam Talbot's best game of the series, uh, with the exception of the Game 1 shutout. But the Wilds have done what they needed to do to take the last two games, stealing one from Vegas in Game 5, that second period in which the Wild were thoroughly outplayed, and yet they weathered the storm and uh, were able to win the game to send it to last night's game. And you look at what happened in last night's game, the Wilds definitely were much more up to the task. Uh, and yes, I know Vegas was more shorthanded last night. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But the Wild were much more up to the task in last night's game. They weathered the second period just fine and uh, got the first goal in the third period. And it was uh, pretty much all Wild from there. And defensively, you know, we talk about this team shifting to more of an offensive-minded team this season as opposed to what they've been in the past with the grit-and-grind type style, frustrate you, wear you down, that sort of thing. Uh, The Wild definitely turned the clock back in last night's game and and channeled some veteran um, seasons of Wild past to come away with the win last night. I mentioned we've got some sound bites, so why don't we start by uh, hearing about one of the heroes from last night's game, Kevin Fiala, talking about finally getting his first goal and assist here in this series. Yeah, just great. Uh, great that it found the back of the net today, you know, and uh, it's a huge game for us overall. I mean, um, to get the momentum, you know, and uh, just great to win, win at home and in front of fans, you know. So it's a great night for us, great night for us, but uh, 
Game 7 is waiting, so we got to regroup and uh, go do the same thing. Ryan Hartman also tallied another goal and gave us one of the sellies of the season with a full windmill after his goal went in. And uh, Hartman also talked about the uh, wild win last night and navigating through having just the absolute slimmest room for error throughout the last couple of games. Yeah, it's an elimination game. Um, and those type of games are just a game of mistakes. You know, it's it's who's going to budge first. You know, you got two teams, um, you know, one fighting for their lives more than the other. But, um, you know, they're, they're playing just as hard. And, um, you know, they, they don't want to have to play another game. And we're fighting for our lives. So, um, you know, we, uh, like I said, a game of mistakes. And, you know, when you get your opportunities, you got to put them in the net. And, uh, you know, Cam played great back there as well. We have a couple of other sound bites from Marcus Felino and Cam Talbot, both talking about the same play. And how often do you see it that in a playoff series, if one team gets bitten by a rule or a decision by the officials, that the other team has it happen to them later in the series? I'm talking about the goalie interference uh, in which uh, Marcus Felino had a goal waved off um, in this series uh, due to. Marc-Andre Fleury not being able to play the puck at the top of the crease uh, and that being just an absolute momentum killer uh, in the Wilds 5-2 loss uh, to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Last night, the Golden Knights looked like they had the equalizer goal after the Wild took a 1-0 lead, but goalie interference called on Alex Tuck as he was uh, in the crease and uh, did not allow Talbot to play the puck um, on top of the crease. And yes, I know uh, a lot of people are going to point to the fact that he was tangled up with Matt Dumba, so there's not anything that uh, that Tuck could really do to dislodge and uh, disengage so that he could get away from that situation and uh, allow Talbot a chance to play the puck. But at the same time, that was, uh, that was the call on the ice, and so uh, the Wilds, uh, had that goal for Vegas waved off, and Marcus Foligno had uh, an interesting reaction to that situation in last night's game. I don't know if you saw the goal go in. I went right to the ref and said it's not a goal because I, I've done it before, and um, it's just uh, one of those things that, yeah, I would, I would have been pretty ticked off. I mean, it's it just, you, I, I could even hear him yelling from the corner, you know, get out of the blue and stuff like that. So it, it's it's our job as forwards, as I as I have a really good uh, sense for it, that it, we got to get out of the paint. So um, it, it just, you know, you can't just sit in the blue paint and expect the goalie to move around. Yeah, it's not how it is. And finally, Cam Talbot on what went through his mind when uh, Vegas looked like they had the game tying goal uh, at one. I'm always nervous. I never get those calls. <laughs> but the way that they've been calling them all playoff long, it'd be hard to, to overturn that. I mean, TJ was um, yelling at him while he was in the crease uh, the entire time and then called it a goal originally and then um, eventually made the right call and, and overturned it. But, uh, yeah, if that one stood... Um, be, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'd just be getting fined. So there you have it. Some sound bites from last night's game, including Kevin Fiala, Ryan Hartman, Marcus Foligno, and Cam Talbot talking about the 3 nothing win for the Wild in Game 6. Next up here on Locked on Wild, we will take a look at our three stars of the night and more to digest from last night's 3 to nothing win to force Game 7. That's all next here on Locked on Wild. 
But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and for do-it-yourselfers. rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. rockauto.com is for everyone and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. Continuing to recap the Wilds' 3-0 win over the Vegas Golden Knights in Game 6 to send us to a Game 7 Friday night at 8 o'clock Central Time. Locked On Wild will, of course, have you fully covered there. So uh, looking forward to what should be an absolutely crazy finish to your week. Some other things to take away from last night's game. The Wild finally got a power play goal in uh, this series again after some struggles through the mid-portion of the series. Kevin Fiala, the one who uh, was able to do that for the Wild last night. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, I thought it was, uh, was very interesting that the Wild were able to keep Vegas to the perimeter of the Wild zone for a lot of their shot opportunities. And uh, that was not by accident. That was part of the plan uh, in last night's game was to clog the middle and force Vegas to shoot from outside uh, and shoot from those lower, um, lower intensity, lower leverage positions that we've seen the Wild take so many shots from um, in this series. So it was nice to see that flipped in uh, last night's game as well. And uh, it, it just it was all around just a great game uh, by the Wild, especially defensively. They just were absolute nails the entire game, and Vegas just really did not have uh, a lot of opportunities. And the good ones that they did have, well, we had Cam Talbot, so that, uh, that ended up taking care of things Um on that end, too. So uh, the offense did enough. The defense did the heavy lifting, and Cam Talbot uh, stole another game from the uh, Golden Knights in this series. I saw it mentioned on Twitter, and I wanted to get to this today um, especially, and uh, he'll be mentioned again when we get to our three stars. But we have to start having a conversation about Cam Talbot being as good as Marc-Andre Fleury in this series. So a lot of the national talk has been about Marc-Andre Fleury and the flashy saves that he's made uh, throughout the, uh, the game so far. That's the thing that, uh, that people like to see. That's, that's the thing that draws the fans in. Talbot has had no shortage of uh, sensational saves himself. And so, you know, if you're going to talk about good goalie work in this series, yes, Fleury has had his uh, good moments but the tide has definitely turned, and Talbot is playing better over the last couple of games, uh, and uh, another shutout for him. So now two in this series. 
And uh, Talbot's numbers for the series in general, uh, tweeted this out yesterday. He is now 3-3, three and three, which both goalies are 3-3 three and three at this point, with a 2.01 goals allowed average, a 9.37 save percentage, and two shutouts. Marc-Andre Fleury has a 1.66 goals allowed average and a, I believe, 9.32 save percentage. It's either 9.32 or it's 9.25. I think it's actually 9.25. Nonetheless, those numbers, with the exception of goals allowed average, uh, are right in line with Marc-Andre Fleury during this series. And... um, yeah, it's it's been it's actually 935 save percentage. Okay, I had it right the first time. Talbot's numbers have been step in step with flurries throughout uh, the course of this um of this series. So it's um it's been really nice to see Talbot especially. Uh, that was one of the concerns heading into this series was if the goaltending would get back to the level that it was for most of the season, considering how it looked down the stretch. Uh, yeah, Talbot has definitely done that. And uh, now the Wilds stand on the brink of uh, taking this series and heading to the second round of the playoffs against the waiting Colorado Avalanche. But we're not going to talk about the Avalanche until the opportunity presents itself to play them later in the series. We still got to get to that point. So... Three stars of the night. Let's get through those. And uh, our third star of the night for tonight, we're going to go with Nick Bugstad, who had the third goal of the game for the Wilds and as part of a very resurgent fourth line for the Wild in last night's game. I thought Nick Benino, Nick Bugstad, and Nico Sturm played great and uh, gave a lot of needed energy uh, to the Wild throughout the course of the game. And uh, Nick Bugstad rewarded with a goal uh, down the stretch. That was uh, that was a good moment to see. You know, it's been a frustrating season, I'm sure, for Bugstad, who missed some time, and also just hasn't had a lot in terms of uh, of scoring chances and productivity. Uh, so great for him to get a playoff goal uh, in last night's game. And um, it, it just it was it was fun to see that line back to the uh, the buzzing style that they have had. Uh, pretty much all season uh, up to this point. So Bugstad gets the third star of the night for uh, last night's game. Second star, got to go with Kevin Fiala, who had uh, his first goal of the series and also got an assist. So he picked up a couple of points. And we know what happens once Fiala starts to pick up the points and get rolling. It comes in bunches. So he is going to be heading into Game 7 red hot. Uh, and uh, hopefully that will help take a little pressure off Kirill Kaprizov uh, heading into Game 7. So Fiala, the second star of the night for last night's game. And that, of course, means that Cam Talbot is the first star of the night for his shutout last night. 23 saves uh, on 23 shots. And uh, Talbot picking up his second shutout of the series. He has been brilliant over the last couple of games uh, to help the Wild get this thing tied uh, with a chance to send it um, to the Avalanche in round two. That's all you can ask for from your starting goalie is an opportunity to play uh, in an elimination game for both sides, and the Wild have gotten to that point here in this series. So 
that uh, that was great to see in last night's game, and uh, definitely something that the Wild should be uh, really excited about is now they're playing with house money. They are not the favorite in Game Seven. They were not the favorite in this series, so they are uh, they are free rolling here uh, heading into Game Seven, and that is a dangerous proposition for uh, teams that are expected to win these games. Next up here on Lockdown Wild, we're going to talk about the Matt Boldy situation. Boldy uh, getting into warm-ups last night but not playing, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also start to shift our focus to Game 7 coming up tomorrow night. That is all on the way here on Lockdown Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is in full swing. The Stanley Cup playoffs providing insanity in round one. The NBA playoffs underway as well. And the PGA Tour season is in full swing as well. So plenty for you to place your bets on. So before the next pitch, before the opening tip, before the opening faceoff, before the first tee time of the day, head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for even another second. This is your chance to get into the game as your favorite teams prep for their playoff push. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of Locked on Wild here for today. Recapping the Wild's 3 to nothing win in Game 6 to send us to the insanity of Game 7 tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Central Time in Las Vegas. So it should be an absolute mass of chaos in tomorrow night's game. Anything can happen when you get to a Game 7, and that is all the Wild uh, could hope for in this series. I've seen a lot of... Uh, comments from uh, Vegas Golden Knights head coach Peter DeBoer and I find it interesting that uh, the Golden Knights are playing this off as like this is exactly where they wanted to be um, and everything along those lines uh, because A, they had an opportunity the last two games to end the series and haven't been able to and B, they were the favorite coming in, so they now are playing on their heels with the expectation that they will win this series. And if they don't, that's going to lead to a lot of questions and a lot of uh, a lot of disappointment by fans, uh, and could lead to with a team that is as cap strapped as the Golden Knights are. It could lead to some changes for Vegas in the off season. So pressure is on the Golden Knights in tomorrow night's game, but we'll talk more about keys. And uh, I've got a couple of inspirational things uh, lined up that I think are going to uh, help rile Wild fans up uh, for uh, the games tomorrow night. So we'll save uh, we'll save a lot of our keys and predictions to uh, Game 7 for tomorrow's show. As for right now, I did want to touch on the Matt Boldy situation because I saw a lot of reaction to it on Twitter. Boldy was skating with the team for warm-ups yesterday. He even had uh, the jersey number 12. Um, so that obviously, that number obviously makes it seem as though uh, he was going to get into the game to play. Marcus Felino and Nick Benino did not take part in uh, skate-around 
yesterday morning, so that led to some questions about whether or not they would be available to play. But uh, turns out for Felino, it was just a stinger that uh, that he was getting attended to during the morning skate around, which was optional, by the way. Um, and so his status for the game obviously not in question. And so that led to Matt Boldy uh, not playing, being a uh, a scratch for the game last night. Which yes, I don't worry, Wild fans. I'm with you. I was also disappointed at the fact that we didn't see Boldy uh, get into the game because I think he can really help this team with his size and his ability on the power play. Uh, I think he's going to be a monstrous part of uh, what this team does next season. But then I got to kind of thinking about it, and I I don't want this to be taken like I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to talk myself out of Boldy playing because, again, even heading into Game 7, I think he still would play a role uh, for this team. You look at who could potentially be scratched um, in the lineup to allow Boldy a chance to play. Now, if Boldy were to get into the lineup, are you going to have him play on the fourth line, take over for a guy like, say, Nick Bugstad? No, I don't think that's the right fit for him. I think he needs to be playing a little higher up in the lineup. So you look at that. Other than that, the only other guys that I think you could even make the argument for taking out of the lineup, um, Zach Parisi, who played great last night again and has provided a huge spark since he came back in to the starting lineup. So I don't think you're pulling Parisi out of the lineup. I think the only other guy that even makes any sense is Victor Rask. And then if you pull Rask out of the lineup, Boldy has played center, but he is uh, is definitely more of a wing. So who is going to center the Kaprizov line? Uh, do you have Ryan Hartman hop back up to center that line? In that case, then, who centers the Parisi and Fiala line? Uh, and so on and so forth. And so I think... What we've seen uh, as to the reasoning that the Wild did not have Matt Boldy in the lineup uh, in last night's game, I think it's just because of the amount of switching that would be needed in order to get him into the lineup and to get adequate centers uh, spread throughout those uh, four lines. So I I think that is what it came down to um, at the end of the day. Now, I'm, I'm no expert. I'm not plugged in with the team, so I, I have nothing really to go off of in that case, but that's just kind of what makes the most sense to me, I guess, uh, in this situation. And uh, again, I come from the perspective of saying that I would love to see Boldy get a chance in this series because I think he can help this team, but just trying to look at the reality of, uh, of where we're at. So we'll see. Um, I would doubt that Boldy gets into Game 7, but you never know. Crazier things have happened, so we'll just have to uh, wait and see uh, when the puck drops tomorrow night at 8. And uh, speaking of tomorrow night's puck drop, of course we will have a uh, huge Keys to and Game 7 hype-up show uh, tomorrow on Lockdown Wild, so do not miss out on that. Make sure to follow Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts, and uh, follow us on Twitter. At Lockdown Wild. You can also follow me on Twitter at Seth Topes. Enjoy the rest of your day. Get some sleep. Take it easy because tomorrow we have Game 7. And we'll talk all about it tomorrow on another edition of Lockdown Wild.